You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Listening to Unapologetic, and I am Stacey Smith, and I am joined by my wonderful co host, Rayshawn Payne. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. Yes, we're back here for another great episode of Unapologetic, and we're we're talking about something uh, this evening that affects a lot of us, and that's money. Yeah, so we actually had a scheduled expert, a financial expert, to come in and talk about finances and how to manage your money better and what to do with your money. But unfortunately, he was unable to make it tonight. But I said, you know what? Rayshon and I know a lot about money. And if we can't tell you what to do with it, we can tell you what not to do for sure. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So we're going to talk about money and hopefully you guys can learn something out there. And hey, you know, if you guys have some tips for us, you know, shoot us a a email, a DM, a inbox. Yeah, you know, let us know what we can do to save money and be more financially responsible. But as we always do at the beginning of the show, we're going to go right into our celebrity and entertainment news. So first, we're going to talk about comedian and actress Monique. So she has made some headlines this week with uh, some comments that she made about Oprah Winfrey, Tyler Perry, and Lee Daniels. Now, during a recent stand-up appearance, the comedian went off about being back Sorry, blackballed. She said that blackballed was the wrong term to use and that she was instead, quote, whiteballed by people that had no balls. So Monique had a falling out with the precious uh, director, Lee Daniels. Um, and if you recall, she actually won an Academy Award for that film. And you guys can actually head over to YouTube if you guys want to hear what she had to say, because I can't use some of the language that she used. Uh, come on now. We unapologetic over here. Well, you could say it. But <laughs> uh, what, do, what do you think about the things that Monique said about Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey, and Lee Daniels? Like, she basically called them sellouts. Um, hate it, love it, take it or leave it. She kept it real. Yeah. That's one thing she did. But um, I think stuff like that, like, I hate this social media kind of generation and what I mean by that is, you know, everybody take that free speech and I say what I want, look, you know, mm-hmm. too far. You mad. I get it. You know what I mean? Because we haven't really, after Precious, have we really seen Monique? No, and she's saying that Lee Daniels actually labeled her or blackballed her as being difficult to work with. And she was saying that that's why she hasn't been able to obtain work. Now, during the press, you know, for Precious, she was actually asking for payment. Now, for those of you who don't know this, when you're doing media tours and runs, whenever you see a celebrity doing an interview, most of the time, that's unpaid because that's considered publicity and media. So that's not a form of advertising. So she was actually asking for payment when most celebs don't get paid for that. So because she was asking for payment, that rubbed people the wrong way. And she's been, unfortunately, mm -hmm. quote, blackballed for that. Um, But now, did you hear when she tried to clean that up, though? 
she said where well, I was working at the time. You know, that's when she had her show on BET, mm-hmm. and she was saying, "Well, if I'm giving this up. What are y'all gonna give me in replace?" Right. No, it ain't that business. Well, I actually see both sides. And I was going to say just that. I do see both sides because Monique, I'm sorry to say, she's a clear example when keeping it real goes goes wrong. wrong. That's a clear example because, mind you, you got to play their game. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, Monique, you a name, but you ain't got power yet. You see what I'm saying? You trying to get someplace. I didn't disagree with nothing she said, but Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, now you think you just blackballed yourself? You really... Like, ain't nobody going to work with you now. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because she is really talented. And it's like, you know, this is an Academy Award winning actress. And it's almost like it didn't happen. Exactly. Like, everything after that just overshadows the fact that, dang, that is an Academy Award. I mean, that's what actors and actresses get into that business for. That's Mm -hmm. like, you know, the zenith of their career right there. Right. So, and like you said, it's like you forget that. Yeah, so it's unfortunate, you know, that that has happened. But we do, you know, hope that, you know, she can overcome it. And then (laughs) on the flip side of that, look what she going after. Tyler Perry, Oprah. I mean, you're going after, like, the big powerhouses in the entertainment industry. I mean, first of all, just Oprah alone. Exactly. I think she should have just had, like, a private. That's how you felt. That's how you felt. Be an adult. Talk mm-hmm. to them. You know, that's that's how I do things. If I got an issue with you, guess who's going to be the first person to know about it? Right. But do you think that maybe it was a situation where they weren't trying to take her calls? I mean, who's to say that they didn't, you know, Mm. that she didn't try to reach out? But, you know, Monique has always had a tendency to seem a little brash, you know? Like, you don't want to deal. Like, come on, we all got that one person that we know, like, we try not to deal with or we just deal with on a minimum. Right. Because they you know they got a big heart, but there's a lot that come with that. Hell, if you don't know that person, you probably are that person. Well, you know, she actually did a TMZ interview after that footage uh, was shown, and she was saying that. She was drunk. Well, this is what she said. She said, quote, if you notice in comedy, one of the greats, his name was Richard Pryor. And the reason why we loved Richard Pryor was because of what? The truth. He told the truth. She said, everything I say comes from my heart, and I am unapologetic about it. I get that, but you ain't Richard Pryor, Monique. You trying to get someplace. So you need to be nice <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> you ain't got no job. No more. Yeah. You start looking like pressure. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, let's move into our next story. So this is some good news. ABC's Black-ish has been renewed for a fourth season. Now, the show has received several Emmy nominations. And actress Tracy Ellis Ross won a Golden Globe for her role. So congratulations to the cast and all of the producers and directors of Black-ish. Definitely. Do you watch Black-ish? Dang, I was hoping you were going to ask me that. Actually, I don't. However, I've been meaning to because I heard it's a great show. Like, I've seen, like, look, I just ain't got the time to, you know, commit myself to a TV show anymore yeah. nowadays. You know, I'm be no, so busy. I understand. You know? I mean, I, I'm, but I heard, I'm, I'm glad to see it, though. Yeah. It's kind of like church. Like, I don't go all the time, but I'm just so happy to see it still standing there when I roll past it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. That's, yeah. that's how I feel about Black. No, I do watch it occasionally. You know, I did watch the first season, you know, pretty faithfully. But like you said, I mean, with life, I don't have mm. the time sometimes to, it's you know, commit myself to a television show the way I'd like to because mm. there are some other shows I wish I could watch, uh, too, on a 
regular basis, but I'm just really, really busy. But it is a great show, and I'm definitely proud of the cast. So definitely. congratulations to Blackish. And didn't like Tracy Ellis Ross was like the first Black woman to win a Golden Globe, like since her mom, like. That's what I like. I thought I read. Diana Ross want to go to Glow? Like in 1972, for I want to say it could have been Lady Sings the Blues. Oh my God. We'll have I don't, to look up I'm, that. Yeah, we're gonna look. Yeah, we'll up. have to look that up. Now I do know that break. she was nominated for an Academy Award for Lady Sings the Blues. I do remember that, but mm, we'll she, we'll no, look that up. No, she was robbed for an oh, Academy gosh. Award for Lady Sings the Blues. Okay. 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 Now speaking of congratulations, we're gonna congratulate comedian and actor Kevin Hart and his wife Aniko. They are expecting their first child together and they are having a boy so congratulations to them Rayshawn what's with that face you guys can't see it but he is making a face and then he took a drink right after what's, what's going on I'm putting all my business I am I mean good, 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 congratulations to Kevin Hart what's your beef with Kevin um, come on be unapologetic talk about it what's going on with Kevin okay, I saw that fool in Vegas it was a while ago. Oh, the infamous Vegas yes. story. You know, you were a part of yeah, the Yeah, I was a part of Vegas. that. He hit yeah. you. He, he did. He assaulted Stacey. Well, okay, okay. Yes, he did. L- let me put this disclaimer out there. Because I think he lost 20 grand his life savings at the time. Because this was before oh, Kevin Hart was Kevin Hart. Yeah, this was like soul playing Kevin yeah, Hart. Yeah, soul like... Yeah, so playing Kevin Hart. That Kevin Hart. Yeah, there was a little bit of an altercation in Las Vegas. And yes, he was intoxicated. And he did he did hit me. But I'm okay. It, it wasn't. It nah. wasn't. A, let me let me clean it up for everyone. Like it was like a, a punch in the arm. But it, it, you had to be there. <laughs> no, nah. what he doing? Swinging on a female. He was mad because at the time he thought I was you know playing him to the left and I like I wasn't giving him any play. Um, you know, if you want to use a slang term, I wasn't giving it giving him any play. But you know, it, 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 I think it was you know in a joking manner. He was just intoxicated, and he, his people apologized for it. So, Kevin, I'm not holding anything against you. You know, congrats to you and all mm-hmm. your success. I know you know you were just you know a little mm-hmm. intoxicated, having fun. You know, I want an apology. Well, you're gonna be waiting on that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm moving right along to our next story now. This is a little bit of some good news, maybe, maybe, hopefully. Carmelo Anthony and Lala Anthony were seen together having dinner for Mother's Day. So that's a good thing, right? That's a good sign that maybe they can work it out. Now, a source did say that it was just dinner with their son and that's all it was. And Cayenne, that's their son who's 10, just wanted to take his mom out for Mother's Day and Carmelo went along. So... I don't know, but I'm hoping that maybe it's a good sign of reconciliation. That sounds like a soul food situation right there. Let little Amaya trying to get the family back together for Sunday dinner. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Mother's Day. He's like, see, see, we can sit down. See, see. But not, um, whatever the case may be, you know, I wish them both the best. Yeah. Let me you say know. this. Regardless of what happens, I just feel like everyone deserves to be happy. Yeah. So if they're happy together or they're happy separated, I just wish them the best, like you said, and I want them both to be happy in whatever decision that they make. Now, here's our final story for our celebrity entertainment news. This is some good news for you, Rayshawn, because I know you're a fan. So for those of you that may not know, Escape has actually reunited after 15 years. And they're actually going to be on stage for the first time in 15 years at the Essence Festival this year. So if you guys go to the Essence Festival every year, because I have friends that do, that's something to look forward to is that reunion. So I'm excited to see Escape. 
Yeah, you know, that girl's, they still kind of got it. I, I heard them saying, like, the other two sisters, you know, they still, they, they still got the vocals. I ain't heard Tiny sang in a while. I don't know what she sounded like. We know, Tiny day. has other issues going on. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. see, I know she probably the reason that this reunion got together because she knew that uh, she was gonna be a single mother pretty soon and she had to start making some. Now money. wait a minute, Tiny is doing big things. You know, she's a co-owner of a basketball team now. Mm, she's still missing her income. <laughs> I don't care how much money she got. She coming from a double income to a single. She just trying to make up for that loss. I ain't mad at it. Well, Too wrong, Tiny. If you guys watch T.I. and Tiny's The Family Hustle, it appears that T.I. is not really wanting this divorce. They, they're On the show, it was, well, according to Tiny, on the show, he was actually trying to avoid being served the divorce papers. So. That's not shocking. I don't watch the show, but that's not shocking. Just coming from a man's perspective. Yeah, but if you're uh, out, and now again, these are look all alleged things exactly. because Tiny's mom actually said on the show to him, you know, you've been out doing your quote dirt, and Ti's response was, "Well, we both did dirt," and she's like, "Well, from my perspective, she didn't do anything that warrants a divorce." And, and I think you know they're mother. referencing, right? I think they're referencing that whole Floyd Mayweather situation. And for you guys that don't know, uh, Tiny was. Spotted taking a photo with Floyd Mayweather. Not all she was spotted doing and dancing with mm-hmm. him after there was That's a previous altercation with her husband and Floyd Mayweather before. So it was like basically taking a picture with the enemy. So and dancing with the enemy, and, and contorting with, with the enemy, enemy. So, partying with the enemies. You know, women do things to be lying with the enemy. I was gonna say sometimes women do things, you know, to be petty to get attention, you know, or whatever. But why can't you just say, "Babe, pay attention to me"? Just say it. Because sometimes men don't hear it when you say it. It's almost like you have to do something drastic for them to get it. No, now, you I'm, don't. I'm not saying I do this. <laughs> I'm just saying that sometimes men don't get just the words. It's like you have to do something to let them see that you are serious. And it's like, look, dude, I'm really trying to reach out to you. This is a call for help. Hello, do something. Are you saying that? Well, you can say that, but sometimes they don't actually receive it, so you have to actually put it in some form of an action, and then they receive it. Oh, by just going on a date with another man. Now, she did not go out on a date. She took a photo, and she she danced with him at a party. Okay, so now the thing is, I would have forgave that photo, but when you lied... That's when it was when like... When did she lie? Because she said that, oh, with well, that picture, you Mariah, I was leaving, and Mariah said take the picture, and when the queen tell you to take a picture, you take a picture. Okay, so who said that was a lie, though? But then, the thing is, nah, it's more to that, because why was you dancing? The dance was before the pic, I heard. Well, she said that she was dancing on the dance floor, and Floyd came over and started dancing with her. Now, uh, that is what she said. Okay. So, Just know. like Mariah told you to take that picture. Oh, boy. All right. Well, that is it for— <laughs> and, and I like Tidy. Now, don't yeah. get me wrong. I think Tidy's cool people. But, you know, come on now. Because on social media, mm-hmm. people have been going real hard on T.I., and I don't like that because, like he said, we both are dirty. Well, both of our hands are dirty in this mess. Well, again, I'm going to say this. I wish them both the best together or apart. They yeah, both they deserve to be other. happy. How many kids they got between them? Two? Together, they have, let's see, four? 
No, I'm like all overall. Like, oh, I, I can't count that. Exactly. Um. So y'all need to stay together. At least <laughs> no for shade. No shade. That reason alone. Okay, guys. Well, that's it for today's celebrity and entertainment news. So we're going to go to a quick break. But before we go to break, we're just going to talk about what we're going to be talking about. And that's money and how you can actually save money and be more financially responsible. So tonight's theme is money. Therefore, we're going to be playing songs that are associated with money. So go ahead, take a listen, and we'll be right back. We are back. I'm unapologetic. And we are talking tonight about financial responsibility and just money literacy. So I wish I knew what he was saying in that song. Though. I'm still talking. Young thug. Yeah. A. A. He even asked Ti. He didn't even know what the hell he was saying. My shoes are Giuseppe. A. Something with Simpson. I, I don't know. Oh, well, but the song's still hot. It ain't about the money. Yeah. So we're we're talking about money. With. So money is something that everyone, I'm sure, has talked about mm-hmm. at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Cried about, cried about, about, right? Thought about, yeah, all that. Yeah, because we, yeah, we need it. Now, money is a need. You know how all the time we talk about like needs, you know, versus a want, a want, and money is definitely something that you need. So it's so important to preserve it if you can, save it, grow it, all of that. So that's what we're talking about. About it, yeah. So okay. So speaking of that, so for me, growing up. I had great examples of, you know, how to spend money and how not to spend money. But even though I had those great examples and, you know, we'll go deeper into that in a moment, I still was financially irresponsible, you know, in my early 20s because I was fortunate that I got a really great job right out of college and I was living at home. So I didn't have a whole lot of expenses and I was making all this money and I was like, hey, I'm going to spend it. You know, I'm at home. Why not? So I remember buying the um, at the time Rockin' Republic was mm. was hot. You know, I was buying the, the seven the jeans, the Rockin' Republic. Yeah. <laughs> and the Rockin' Republic jeans at the time, they were like two fifty. What was it? Three hundred dollars. They were like two fifty, three hundred dollars. Mm. And I and I bought them. And looking back, I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? Who spends on a pair of jeans and I had several pairs it's not like I had like one like I had like at least five six pairs of sevens true religion and I'm just looking back now like what in the world no no wait a minute I did not give those away they're still in the closet can you still wear I can but I don't that's the bad part oh because you buying more no I don't buy, you know, jeans like that. Now, this is, Okay, so we can talk a little bit about fashion and spending money. This is one thing that I did learn, and here's a tip. I don't buy trendy stuff well, you like I used yeah. to. Yeah. Because you will spend so much money for a season. How many starter jackets out there in people's closets? Who rocking starter jackets nowadays? Yeah, right, exactly. Ooh, or eight-ball jackets, you know, all of that. Bird. Right. So I really don't buy trendy clothes anymore. And now when I go and I buy stuff, I say, is this something that I can wear to work and well as out? Hmm. Meaning, can I at least use, you know, whether it's a jacket or a pair of pants, whatever, can I at least put it together with something for work and wear it casually? So for me, buying clothes now is more of an investment. 
Not yeah. an investment no, in terms no, no, of my no. money's going to grow, but more of it's I smart. can. Right, it's smart. smart. Like right. I can actually wear these items multiple times. Like I ain't going to lie. My addiction was um, when I lost all that weight, express yeah. jeans. I love me some express jeans. Mm-hmm. But then I noticed the co- I'm spending all these mo- all this money. Like those jeans were not you know cheap, right? You know, they expensive, and they wouldn't even last. The quality mm. of the clothes weren't even good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I would wear them. I'm, I'm telling you because this is so funny to me. I still think it's hilarious. I'm expressed out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, everything that came for I didn't, I'm wearing at least you know close to two three hundred dollars worth of clothes. Mm-hmm. I'll get a few compliments here and there. You know, are you looking? Uh, let me put on a pair of Levi's and that cool shirt that I picked up at Maya the other day. Because I'm like, okay, I can rock this with something. Oh, right. you look good today. I see you. This cheap ass shit that I'm wearing right but now. But see, that goes to show you it's all about style. There you go. Yeah, it's how versus you put labels, it right? How you put it together. Exactly. Because I know myself, like, I have so many pieces that I caught on clearance that people are like, oh my God, it is so nice. And I'm like, oh, this only cost me $5. Like, seriously, the shirt was like $5. And okay, since you brought up fashion and money, from a man's perspective, and I'm actually proud to say this, I don't own a pair of Jordans. Another grown African American man. <gasps> I know, right? Believe it or not, I've never owned a pair of Jordans, and I know some people out there that's probably listening, clowning me. You know, like you ain't never had no Jordans. No, the reason why I can't spend two hundred dollars every two mm-hmm. weeks on a pair of shoes. No, and then yeah. I be telling people like, think about it. Oh, how, how many pairs ahead. of like the average guy that you know, Stacy? About how many pairs of Jordans would you say that he owns? Well, one guy comes to mind that okay. um, I dated, and he he had a Jordan addiction. Like he loved Jordans. He had his collection, and he owns at least fifty pair. Fifty pair, at least. And how much of these shoes? Two hundred dollars a pair. Yeah. So know. what is that? I've been working at the bank all day. I don't feel like adding no numbers. My brain is shut off. <laughs> really, Rayshon. Well, it is. You gonna drop out some math, and you can't even do the the figure. All right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. let's see how much that is. All right, we're just gonna round it up two hundred because it's probably about two hundred with tax, right? Yeah. So that's ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars. What does this brother do for a job? Well, I don't know, know what he does now. What did he do when you knew him? Um, was it a job that you can just go and drop ten thousand dollars on? Do you know what I can do with ten thousand? That's a house. Well, in some areas. In some areas. That's, that's a, a little, that's a fixer upper at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah, uh, That's what, that's a small business almost. You know what I mean? Like, I, these brothers out here, y'all buying these Jordans. Have you ever thought about just buying shares of Nike and getting the shoes for free and making money at the same time? Yeah, yeah. Instead of going, buying a Gucci belt, buy shares of Gucci. But this is the thing, too, that I must say. Because Come I agree on. with everything okay. that you're saying. But unfortunately, so many people are not educated and informed enough to know those things because they're products of their environment. So in their environment, having the latest Gucci belt, Jordans or whatever. The trendy stuff. The trendy stuff. That's what's yeah. hot. They want to, you know, blend in. They want to, you know, fit in with everyone. The they want crowd. everyone to be. 
they want everyone to look up to them and right. respect they, them. Right. So they feel like they have to have those Be popular. Things. Right, exactly. Be admired. Exactly. So I think it's important to inform people and educate them on things like that because I'm sure that's something that a young brother out there did not realize that he could buy stock into Nike. That's probably a conversation that has never, never happened. Came up. And I think it's like generational curses. This stuff gets passed down from, you know, the parents who wouldn't talk, from the grandparents who weren't taught. And like you said, Stacey, you and I both, I believe, were blessed to have examples of, you know, I used to see my dad, you know, sitting, paying bills and being smart with what needs to be paid versus trying to, as you know, the old people say, keep up with the Joneses, right? if you will. So these are conversations that are not being had. Like you said, no one even thought about buying shares of Nike. Right, Because you're just trying to go lay in line like the rest of these knuckleheads and buy these damn shoes. Right, right, exactly. Now, if you are out there buying the Jordans and then you sell them to make a profit, hey, by all means, go ahead and do that. But once you put on those shoes, they don't have any value. And it's like another his poor investment that a lot of us don't know is like a car. Mm-hmm. That is the worst investment ever. Why would you buy a car? Unless it's like an antique or classic a car. classic car that you can get something out of. As soon as you drive off the lot with that bad boy, you losing what? At least five G's. As soon as it comes off the lot. Right. But then again, we got to have the 2018 edition. You know what I mean with the TVs and I, I, I mean I just, and I see all this money being wasted, mm-hmm. and then we so quick to say our community looks like this, our community looks like this. We ain't got no public park, we ain't got this, we ain't got. But you got on at least five hundred dollars worth of clothes, right? There's your community right there. Or how many times have you seen that expensive car in the driveway and the house? Look oh like if you God. just blew it, it was gonna fall over. <laughs> like seriously, it's something that they, we see all they the time. Buying the car, but renting the house. Come oh. on, nah, stop. You're or, so bad. You know bad, what? Please. We can even talk about leasing because I, you know I'm a fan of leasing. I, I will tell you guys why because a lot of people are not fans of leasing. So I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you why they're not fans of leasing. But I'm going to tell you both. So I have two perspectives. I believe in buying a used car or mm. leasing a new car. Definitely. I don't believe in buying a brand, brand new, new car. Now, this is just my perspective. I don't believe in buying a brand new car just because of what you said. Because as soon as you drive off of the lot, the value goes you down tremendously. Money. But if you get a used car... You know, you don't have that issue as much. Um, Now, in terms of leasing a new car, the reason I believe in leasing for a new car is because once you're done with it, once those 24, 36 months, whatever your lease term is, that's it. But you need to get a good deal on it because if you're spending $600, $700 a month on a leased vehicle, you are wasting money. So let me be clear. If you find a great leasing deal, because I found some great leasing deals. You know, I've had, look, I've had a $179 a month lease on a nice car. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I'm a fan of leasing. But again, I've also purchased used cars, slightly used cars, so that I didn't drop, you know, $40,000, $50,000 or, you know, whatever your budget is, $20,000, $30,000, whatever, on a brand new car. And then as soon as you drive off the lot, 
you know, it's depreciated. Now, you bring up a good point about, you know, spending an astronomical amount on a lease. Mm -hmm. Now, people, you heard Stacey spill on the benefits and the advantages of leasing, and I agree with everything she said. We're going to talk about the disadvantages? Not necessarily a disadvantage, but something that would hinder you leasing, you have to have impeccable credit. Yes, you do have to have excellent <laughs> so credit. Do. So now that you heard this, because I, I, I won't know our listeners out there, our, our few but loyal, I don't want them to, you know, be sashaying up into these, you know, car. I heard I can lease a car. I heard right, about less than seven right. Yeah, with uh, with uh, you know with approval, good credit, course, right. right? So, but then that goes back to, well, Stacey, how can I lease a nice car for under two hundred dollars? Okay, well, let's go with back good to credit. Right, let's talk how about how to get, get good, good credit. credit. All right, so there you go. Let's, so let's take a quick break. Okay, and when we get back, oh, that shows you. My bad. No, it's okay. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we gonna talk about. The benefits of good credit and tips and ways that you can get good credit. And we actually do have an expert to talk about good credit because somebody in here has wonderful credit. Oh, gosh. So we're going to pick our lovely host, Miss Stacy Smith's brain, when we come back right here on yeah, the yeah. That's my theme song right there. It's a few people that owe me some money. But All welcome right. back. This is Apologetic with Stacey Smith and Ray Sean. And so before the break, we were talking about, you know, the do's and the don'ts of your finances. And we were talking about how the benefits of leasing a vehicle versus um, buying a brand new one, how that's like a poor investment you're just throwing away money and stacy was telling us how she got a great deal on a lease for under 200 mm-hmm. oh good lord how she pulled that off so we were saying you know I, I don't want you know our listeners again to think that you're just gonna go into you know your local car dealer and just try to get a lease because you do have to have decent no not even decent you have to have great credit for that so stacy you have how's your credit looking um, my my credits, you know, it's pretty good. It is, but you know, I think a lot of people. Uh, let me say this: when I started off, you know, I was one of those people that got that credit card in the mail, and they turned eighteen, and I was mm. so excited, and I was charging everything. Mm. I was charging dinner with friends. They I called was, me on college campus. Yeah, I was charging clothes and shoes and everything else, and. I almost messed myself up, but fortunately, my mother, she saw that I was splurging. Mama knows. And, that. you know, I didn't even think about the interest rates because those interest rates were high, okay? They know what they're doing. So they're giving mm-hmm. high interest rates to those young, you know, first-time credit users. And so I'm just spending and spending, and then I would get these bills, right, because I would just pay the minimum because I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going to pay the minimum. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm being responsible, <laughs> And then the right, and then the bills were coming, and they were getting higher and higher. And I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! What what is going on? I only spent three hundred dollars. Why is you know my bill right?" And my mom was like, "Okay, so did you read the fine print about the interest rate?" And I'm like, "No, interest what?" Right. And so (laughs) she's like, "Okay, so it's time for us to have that conversation." Now, one thing I can say about my mom. Uh, as well as my grandparents, I have to definitely give them credit for that, too, is that they always did educate me about finances and money and the importance of saving money. But they never talked to me about credit. Mm. So 
she had to break down to me how the interest rate works and what you're doing every time you're paying the minimum. So credit card companies are hoping that you are only paying the minimum because they are making so much money off of you. So you could have maybe $500 that you spent on the credit card, but you end up paying them back $2,000 with interest, okay? Mm -hmm. So the first thing I would say to helping you to build a healthy credit score is, this is something that I try to practice, is paying your credit card off every month. Whatever you charge, let it be something that you can afford to pay back. Okay, so don't charge something more than what you earn. Now, people say, well, what's the point of having credit? If you can't pay it, you don't need to buy it. If Mm. it's not something that you can purchase in terms of cash on your own, then you don't need to purchase it. Mm. So the first step that I did to help rebuild, well, I didn't mess it up, but I was on a slippery slope um, to build my credit was to pay off my credit cards every month. Well, I heard that kind of um, hurt you a little bit because credit scores are, they're looking at the number of payments. Mm -hmm. So, because, you know, mind you, you just said it, these credit cards, you know, these blood suckers, they want to make money off of you. Right. So, if you're the type that, you know, just pays it off, then you're technically, believe it or not, and this is so crazy, not a good candidate for good credit. However, there's other ways of financing. Okay. So, if you're financing I, I, a this vehicle. Is credit cards right. you're talking and right. paying those off. Paying those off. Got right. You. So, if you're financing a vehicle, if you're financing a house, those are still things that are building your credit. So, you're a perfect you're exactly right. You're perfectly right when you're talking about how that can actually be used against you in terms of paying things off. But what you can do is have one credit card that you keep a small balance on that you can pay off if you want to, so that you do have that payment history of showing that you do pay bills on time. But I do want people to get in the habit of paying them off every month if you can, because again, that keeps you in line with your budget. Again, don't charge more than you could afford to spend. Now, that one credit card that you say kind of keep like a small balance on, mm-hmm. what, what would you say would be a good balance to keep? Like, don't pay that one completely off. But you, do you want to pay them at least a minimum? Or do you want to no, pay No, you always want to pay more than a minimum. Okay, you don't so want to pay the minimum. What's a good balance, you would say, to keep on a card just to like have that open line? Um, I would say for me, maybe no more than five hundred dollars. I was gonna say two, but five hundred is good. No, that's why I said no more. Yeah. Max. Let's yeah. say max five hundred dollars. Yeah. Let's say max because again, you want to make sure it's a balance that you can pay off if you need to. Okay, so everyone's budget is different. Right. So that's why I said right, max right, 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 right. is five hundred dollars. Because, and I'm gonna really explain the importance of good credit because you know a lot of people they are so laxed about it. Because mm-hmm. even for me, like for a while, because um, student loans mm-hmm. come on, that's a real thing. I ain't the only one. Right. It, it, it kind of beat up my credit, so I just mm-hmm. got to a point where I'm like laxed about it. Like, okay, I don't care. It's bad. Student loans, whatever. But you don't know that can stop you from getting a lot of things. That can Absolutely. stop you from getting certain jobs. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't even know that. Like mm-hmm. having bad credit, yeah. would, they would not hire you. Like yes. some companies would not hire you if mm-hmm. they know that your credit is bad. So I'm glad we're having this discussion because it's more important than just 
getting approved for a phone at Sprint <laughs> or getting a car or anything else. You right. know what I mean? But I mean, but that's the thing though. It affects everything. It's a, exactly. it affects something as small as getting a phone mm-hmm. all the way up to you purchasing a house. Or getting a job. Or to, getting a job, right. like you said. You could be qualified, overqualified for the position, you're perfect, everything that we looking for. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, your credit looking a little weird. Like, you didn't get the job because you got bad up. credit. Which is kind of messed up because it's like if you're trying to actually <laughs> exactly. repair your credit and you need, need the, the job, job to, to do, do that, that you right? Know? So it, it, it's terrible, you know what I mean? So I'm glad we're having this. What 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 other things did you do? Because credit cards, stay away from credit cards if you can, people. If you can, pay cash. And this pay is another cash. tip yes. that, I learned um, that, from Oprah. that I use, okay? Because every now and then, you know, you, you want a little retail therapy sometimes, you know? And as a woman, let me speak from a woman's <laughs> perspective. Because women, you know, we, we're emotional. Sometimes mm-hmm. we want a little retail therapy. That's you know, we had a bad day. We're like, you know, I'm going to go buy myself a new mm-hmm. handbag or a new mm-hmm. pair of shoes or whatever. Man, that's only going to add to my stress but, spending but money. But this is something that I have done. And I encourage other people to do if you feel like you're having those weak moments where you want to swipe, freeze your credit cards. Go find a container, fill it up with water, put your credit card in it, put it in the freezer. It's a whole lot harder for you to sit there and chip away a block of ice to get to that credit card so you, you can't spend. You got, I'm laughing because I could have swore she was talking about freeze the account. So like no. You call the company you to freeze, physically freeze, freeze about the credit card. Wow. Okay. So, again, take the credit card, mm-hmm. put it in some water. Yep, in a bowl, fill it up. So, do you have credit cards like you know, currently in your I've, I, No, I don't have it currently. <laughs> oh, okay. But I have done it. I have done it in the past. You know, when I was a little younger, like I said, I retail therapy. I would get stressed out. I wouldn't go buy myself a pair of shoes or a handbag or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I got to control this. So Freeze the card. I, I froze the card. Because it's a lot mm. easier for you to say, okay, I'm going to, you know cut up the card but that could hurt you too like if you don't have any credit like you said so it's a lot easier for you just to freeze it because it's going to take you some time to sit there and chip away that ice that block of ice (laughs) right and then by then you probably won't even have the urge anymore to spend you're like oh forget it it's not even worth it and I'm just waiting for that time I called Stacey and we're like okay look I need your car so we can book this flight okay I gotta throw thought out first (laughs) okay like that's something you just don't hear but that's a good tip though it's like you don't trust yourself so you 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 freeze it, and like mm-hmm. you said, you ain't gonna go through the hassle of trying to chip it out mm-hmm. to go, see. I just learned something. Yeah, you know, we're trying to give some tips here. You know, for those that you know need some financial advice. Like I said, look, mm-hmm. I can never stop learning. So if you guys have some, look, inbox me, DM me, email me. You know, yeah. call me. Those of you who have a phone number, let me know if you have some advice out there because we all want to learn how to be more financially responsible. So good credit is so important, as you just said. Now, another thing that we have to talk about is saving. Saving, yes. Okay? Definitely. I know it's not as easy, you know, sometimes for a lot of us to save as much as we like to. But the first thing that you guys need to understand is you need to pay yourself first. So before you pay any bill, pay yourself first. Hmm. Did you catch that? I caught that. Pay yourself first so that you have a cushion because anything could happen. You could lose a job. You could have some type of a serious, you know, emergency where your health insurance doesn't cover everything. 
any obstacle could come up and you don't have that cushion there. So it's important for you to pay yourself first and then pay everything else, even if it's just ten dollars. Right. Save something. something. Save something. And see now, you brought up a good point. I don't. Know, are we going to break in a minute or no? Go ahead. Okay, because something when you said with savings, I cannot tell you how many people tell me I don't trust banks. I don't mm-hmm. like banks. Y'all are crooks. Yada yada yada. A bank account, savings account, can help you in so many ways. And I want people to know that because the first thing they say is, "What about all those fees?" Okay, yes, this is a bank, and just like any business, it's in the business of making money. So, yes, they're going to charge you for fees, but guess what, though? There are ways of getting around those fees. Mm -hmm. People don't know that. You have to ask those questions. Don't just sit there because a a lot of us would just take what's given to us. Mm -hmm. You you have to ask questions. This is your money we're talking about here, people. No one's going to care about your money like you care about your money. Exactly. So you will ask questions about anything else you want to know about, about who you texting, who you seeing, Mm -hmm. who you dating. But when it comes to your money, you just take what people give you. When you're in these banks and talking to these people, okay, there are fees with this account? Mm -hmm. Yes, there are. How do I avoid those fees? And you know what? There's another program out there. I'm glad you brought that up. There's a program out there to actually help you save. And I know you're familiar with it. Um, It's Keep the Change. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, A lot of banks are offering that where basically the change of whatever that you spent in terms of your debit card, they'll actually take, they'll round it up and they'll Mm -hmm. take that money and transfer it into your savings account. And that's a great way to help build your savings. Your savings. And another thing, what I do is, um, because I have... Put my business out there. You put um, mine out there. Might as well go ahead and put uh, yours out I have there. Multiple <laughs> accounts. Ooh, he's balling, y'all. Let's <laughs> see. I will tell you why. And I'm gonna tell you like this is the importance of having a bank account because it helps you kind of keep. Because how many times have you had cash? Yeah. And then you had cash like Monday. You start out with a hundred dollars. Wednesday, well, I only got thirty four dollars and some change. Like, where, where did the money go? Mm-hmm. Having an account, you're able to kind of physically see where your money is going and what you track th- it. There you go. So I have one account for bills. You know, so that's all bills that I pay comes out of that one account. I just move the money over to there, so I know. Okay, now this money in this account, that's my. Whatever, my play money, my party money, whatever I want to do, groceries, whatever. Bills are already paid in this account. But then I have my direct deposit set up where automatically $100 just goes to my savings. I don't even see it. Okay. It just automatically goes there. I ain't going to sit here and say that I ain't dipped and tired of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's those moments, rainy days. Yeah. And that's what it's there for. So I can have that cushion. So that's why I try to tell people, get more than one account. Well, I don't make enough money. You pay bills, don't you? Mm-hmm. One account pays the bills. The other account, you know, that's what you do. And that's just a way of keeping track of where your money is going. Yeah. And another tip that a lot of people hate doing, keep this quick, you have to keep it registered. If you write down everything that you spend, because I mean, so many times people come into the bank, my account overdrawn, why? Well, you were spending money that you didn't have. Mm-hmm. That's why. Well, I thought it was in there. Well, it wasn't. Do you write it down? Because now if you write down everything that you buy, guess what? You won't buy as much. Yeah. 
That's true. If you have to write it, everything down, like, do I really feel like, I don't feel like doing the math. Okay, I'm just going to leave it. You have to write. Like I said, this is your money we talking about, people. You got to be smart about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to take a quick and final break. And when we come back, we're just going to wrap things up and just give some final tips on financial responsibility and how you can actually save money. And we may even talk about how you can earn more. We'll be right back. We are back on Unapologetic, and we're talking about one of my favorite subjects, money. Yeah. Careful with that now. You don't want to girl like money too much. She oh, gets that label. Gosh, right. She gets a label. <laughs> but no, we're talking about how to be more financial, financially responsible and financial literacy. And so before break, we were talking about ways that you can save money. And one of the things that Rayshawn and I talk about often is how to save money when it comes to recreational activities. Yes. Okay. So. Date. Like, let's talk about dating. Dating can be expensive for guys. It can be. It can be. Now, listen, let me me put this disclaimer out there. I am a girl that is not afraid to go Dutch, okay? I am not afraid to do that. I have done that. I will do that. You would do Dutch on the first date? Not on the first date. Okay. But that's just just (laughs) how I was raised. You know, I was just taught that the man pays for the first date. But I'm not opposed to, you know, paying for dates if a guy is always paying. I'm, I'm not just because, you know. I can pick up the tab here and there. Like, come on. Sounds good in theory, doesn't it, y'all? Yeah, but let, let's let's give some advice out there to the fellas that are, you know, taking girls out on dates. Maybe they don't impress them. Right, trying to impress them. And, you know, maybe and, their pockets aren't, you know, as large as they'd like to be. And they need to save a little money. Or, you know, listen, for the pockets that are large, you want to keep you them You want to keep them that way. So let's talk about how you can save some money. So, Rayshawn, I gave you some advice the other day, didn't I? Yeah, you did. She actually did, fellas. This was good advice. You know, you won't, for the first date, you want to impress the girl. So mm-hmm. Applebee's, Chili's, that just ain't going to cut it. Benihana is so overly done. You know, it just you, you want that high end. You want to impress her. Let her know. Instead of paying $50, $60, for that meal at that high-end restaurant for dinner, you can get that same meal for the fraction of the price if you take it to lunch. Come on. Bingo. Come See, Rayshawn, I dropped a jewel on you, she didn't did. I? I did. And she also said, too, now, uh, you know, girls, y'all love to eat. And one thing y'all love, y'all love the two C's. Actually, some of y'all love the three C's. Stacey, you a three C girl. Uh-oh. Y'all love carbs, calories, and cash. <laughs> <laughs> that carbs, calories, and cash. Take that girl to brunch. They got pancakes, fries, toast, croissants, muffins, all the bread for that girl to eat. Brunch is always a good idea. And if she does want a little cocktail, you can get her a mimosa. Or you can have drinks at home. Come on now. Like, babe, I got a whole bar right there. Choose what you want. And on first day, I don't know about taking a girl to your house for drinks. I'm going to say, let me humble you right now. Because no, I'm just saying, no, just for, like, safety reasons. I don't think a girl should be in again, your house drinking. I'm going to humble you right now. Because you a basketball-wise fan. Yes, you are. Because how I know this, because you put me on that show, and I didn't even want to watch it. And if I recall, when Evelyn and Chad were on their first date, didn't he make her drinks at home? <laughs> Instead of taking this broad out for $10 drinks, he was like, nah, babe, we're going to make a cocktail right here. There you go, fellas. Invite her over. Show her your impressive bar. Okay, let that be on the second or third date. That's all I'm saying. And all you guys, if you have empty liquor bottles, fill them bad boys up with some liquid, and then just pull out the one that actually has liquor. She won't know the difference. No, Come on, it. now. 
Okay, maybe you want to go that route. Well, I was going to say, you know what? I did. Let me tell you about a guy uh, that I uh, know. That, uh, the, I'm going to say a guy that I know that does this. So on his bar, he has like the, you know, the premium liquor, you know, bottles. But he goes and buys the cheaper stuff and pours mm-hmm. them in the premium bottles. Because he says, he's like, people come over here and they just want to drink, drink all your stuff. So I was like, you know, that's not a bad idea. Because he's like, look, they don't know the difference after like the second, third drink. And that's another way to save money. That is another way another to save money. Another way to save money, too. What's wrong with a, a day date? Let's yeah, do a, a matinee. A matinee. I'll mm-hmm. just, let's do a matinee. Matinee. I don't have to like pay $15 for a ticket to a movie that I'm probably going to fall asleep on. Or I'm going to give you an even better one. All of the free concerts that they have in the park. Come on now. And then the festivals, guys. Mm-hmm. You do not... You really don't have to spend... I always fell into this trap, too, to think that you had to, you know... Spend a lot for a romantic evening. Be creative. Mm-hmm. Sisters, if you see the brother trying, be accepting. Don't 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 ride him so hard. You know what I'm saying? That 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 brother that you think is being cheap, he's probably being thrifty. Right. And fellas, don't be afraid of Groupon. Oh no. You know who my uh, financial advisor is? Julius. From everybody hates Chris. He got a coupon <laughs> for everything. Right. And he know how much everything he gets. That's my go-to for financial advice right there. Well, listen, for women, men, everyone, Groupon can be your best yes, it friend. Can. Because you can get some great services on Groupon at the fraction of the price. So I am definitely an advocate for using Groupon. Now, before we went on break, we were also talking about how to earn more money. Yes. Okay. So we're going to talk about this really, really quickly. And Rayshawn touched on it a little bit with terms of earning more money with talking about investing in stock. Uh, but one thing I want to talk about, too, is not being afraid to ask for a raise. I yes. think so many people are afraid to ask for more money on their jobs. And if you have, you know, the data to prove that your company has become better and that you are an asset because of what you've been doing for your organization, don't be afraid to ask for more money because I think that holds so many people back. They're yeah, afraid to definitely. ask. And I'm going to mention this, and I'm not going to get too much into it because we're going to get to this later. When you are offered the position, again, it's all about asking questions. Mm-hmm. You know, we are afraid to ask questions. When you're offered that position and they say this is your salary, that's not the final offer, you guys. You can't negotiate mm-hmm. that. If you believe that you are worth more, ask for more. Absolutely. And again, I cannot stress, no one is going to care about your money more than you do. Mm-hmm. You have to be smart. You have because I don't. I have multiple accounts, but I ain't balling over here. Every penny is accounted for, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when I do make it like that, you must believe every penny still would be accounted for. Stacy, you believe? Oh gosh, but no, you're, you're absolutely right in terms of negotiating, and we're actually going to talk more about that on another episode because we're going to have um, an HR um, expert come in and talk about you know how to. Ask for more money and how negotiating and, and how to get a job and all those things you can do. Her, like what credit score they looking for. <laughs> yeah, all right. You can ask that too. <laughs> to get um, together out there. But yeah, don't be afraid to, you know, ask for more money when it comes to your job, whether you're asking for a raise or negotiating. So those are just, you know, some tips for you guys tonight on how to look earn more money, save yes. money, you know, spend less. All of that. So mm. I hope you guys took a lot from that. But then we will get, you know, our guest here. Yeah, we will so, have our professional so. financial expert 
in the studio um, at some point. Unfortunately, yes. he just was unable to make it this evening. Well, it's not our first. We're going to come back to this. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll come back to this yes. subject. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we hope that you will tune in again next Thursday, yes. same time, 7 p.m. So, yeah. I, yes, you will definitely see me. So, all right, guys, we're out. Peace out.